gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Welcome, everybody. It is Spinner Act, gentlemen, and we have Petey and Cal here with me. Today, we're going to be talking about Dark Nights Rising. I'm going to have to pass this on to Cal. Cal, what the hell is going on? Please. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. These guys are making the same mistake that they made last year before they did Rebirth. They assume, okay, we have to do some sort of event. They need to do events that reestablish, hey, we are going to tack back to the legacy of these characters. Instead, they're doing this whole you know, Dark Knight's Metal thing. That's not the legacy of these characters. That's a mistake you made before. This is about Batman. Batman doesn't bring your universe together. And... You know, the fact, look, Scott Snyder's got the hot hand. He can do what he wants. People are going to come and read it. But when it's all said and done and it's all over, is it going to leave your universe in shambles once again? The answer, probably yes, at the end of the day. And we've already seen this. If you look, I mean, look at the backdrop over here. This is Darkest Night once more. It's all the different colors, and it's specifically for the Green Lantern, the Green Lantern characters, and that's what's supposed to come out of it. But... Darkest Night didn't overall do too much for the DC Universe. Yeah, you had Brightest Day and so on and so forth, and it overlapped, but it didn't really do much in terms of the characters. They have to get away from this. And whose brainchild is this? Smells like, smells like Didio and Johns. Smells like Didio and Johns on this one. Smells like it. You, um, Petey, can you at least give us a little background so people out there who don't know what's going on will at least understand? Well, we've reviewed at least, at least two of the initial books, which was... Dark Days, um, The Forge, and Dark Days, The Casting. We're waiting for, we can't wait for Dark Knight Metal. This is the just what the DC Universe needs. It's perfect, <laughs> it's a lot of energy, and then we get new characters. I can't say I completely disagree but it's with, with, with Cal over here, but I will say that my issue is not Didio. This is something that um, Scott Snyder wants to do. He is the hot hand, and this is his thing, and they'll let him do whatever he wants. So this is a new universe. So this is a new universe. No, no. no. It's like a Secret Wars thing, but it's adding different things that characters will come that will stay with DC, whichever one sort of sell will stay with DC afterwards. It's like, did you read World War Hulk? No. Okay, World War Hulk is this really big storyline, and it involves Marvel Universe, a lot of the major players, but... It's a story for and about primarily the Incredible Hulk. It doesn't really do anything for anybody else. It's the Hulk show. He pretty much rampages through, he pretty much rampages, beats the crap out of everybody. But the Hulk as a character really did need that. He needed that shot because they had done some stuff with him before that was just off the wall in terms of decimating his standing in the hierarchy. This, you know, I thought put him back firmly as to where he should, where he should be. That worked over here. This right here is along the same lines, but it's DC, you just got rid of the bad taste of New 52. Now you're coming over here and it's like, it's not like you learned anything. If you want to do this type of stuff, and I uh, discussed this with Petey, when I was opening it up, I said, oh, okay, looks like it's going to be a Hawkman story so we can start bringing him in and start expanding. You're not going to expand with Batman. You, everybody knows him already. Batman is your cash grab. You did that with Dark Knight 3, that's your cash grab. This should be more expansive. Okay, we did this. We're, we're cementing things now. We're bringing more characters in. We're laying the 
checked out so people can come in, start buying again with confidence that we're not going to pull a fast one on. I look at this and I'm like, okay, this is a fast one you're about to pull, but you want me to pay for it. Okay. okay I mean, I, I kind of see why they would want to put Batman in the center of all this. I mean, if you just look at the sales, Batman comics continually sale are some of the well, best see, sellers. See the shirt? Well, okay. the billionaire? Billionaire? It's, I mean, it's okay. That that's definitely the case. Right. I think that um, I think that uh, it's just like a cross, another crossover. So it just depends on how far it goes and how much more stuff they do. If we get to see more challengers in my mind, or the Blackhawks, and they get, I don't know if they, we need new challengers, you know new characters. I can't deal with them re getting rid of the original ones. But but they're not going to do it. They have them in the book. So they're, they're not going to do anything with them. It's we. They have some titles they're going to do, and it's like it's a, it's a crossover. It's their big thing for the summer. We'll see where it goes. I'm not saying so far it's been terrible each issue, but this is a crossover. They sell pretty big, and then it okay. just depends on how much it affects the okay. comics afterwards. And why do they sell big? Because they have because all you keep buying them. <laughs> you keep it has buying all the them. Characters in the well, books. it sells big because they're number one episode, one number one issue. Number, number one, right? What happens afterwards? Number one issue. Uh, what, what, got the the foil covers, all the variant well. covers. They said they weren't going to do. <laughs> yeah, they said they weren't going. And they do said that. they weren't going to do a whole bunch of variants for this, but there still were a healthy amount of variants yeah. for this. They, I guess four variants is, is is you know according to them that a lot, but you need something like Panic in the Sky for me was something where it crossed over and it bring a lot of the DC characters, but it was something that involved the DC universe. Rebirth, that one-shot issue, something that involved the DC universe. We're like, okay, fine. We're getting glimpses here of all the major players and things that are going to come about, but something that's going to involve the DC universe. When they did 52, the weekly book, that was something that involved the DC universe. And I think that's something that you need to do right here. But this right over here, especially since you have Scott Snyder at the helm, and the only person that he's really done, okay, and done very well, but it's the only person has been Batman. His Superman work was mediocre, and he hasn't really had any touch with anybody else. So if you're giving him Batman, I don't have any problem with that. You know, he's the hot hand for that. But this is something right now where DC really needs to do something that's bringing people into the universe. You know, shockingly, Cal, I kind of agree with him. You know, Batman is, is in and of itself, it's, it's selling already. And if you really want to bring, you have to bring bring some of the other characters. They need to put more talent on some of the other characters out there, especially Superman. You know, <laughs> Petey made that point. <laughs> He's like, you got somebody like Manipul, and you know, Manipul like guys like him. You know, they like the art, no problem. They're like, okay, so we're going to put Manipul on. Let's put him on Superman. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, no put, put him on Hawkman or someone of that nature. Let's get some get some looks over here. Get, you know, have somebody come over here and have a few looks there. But the other problem is a lot of these guys when you put them on the other books. They can't do anything there because they spent all their time drawing these other guys. It's like most guys, if you look at most artists, mm -hmm. they can do a really good Batman. Because Batman, all you have to do is this. That's it. Everything else is pretty much set for you. The, you know, the, the cowl, the ears, everything else, the dynamic thing. These guys have studied that dude, no problem. You give them someone like Hawkman or Wonder Woman, and they have to actually think about it. And you can see in the art, it's not as fluid, not it's, it's not as easy. But that's what happens when you streamline everybody into, well, look, this is the guy who's selling. And then we're going to have 18 different Bat titles. 19, once you bring in medals, and we, you know, we got all these new bat dudes over here. You know, what can I say? So far, what did they have? Two issues out so far? Yeah. So we did the, uh, we did the forge, and we did the casting, and now we're going to have the medal? 
All right, so we got two strikes. We'll see how the third one comes. To but the other thing is that it's still a success, regretfully. We can, I can look at it. Because you want. keep buying it. Well, they want to buy Jim Lee art. They like Scott Snyder writing. They want to buy John Romita art and whoever else is going to be on the book and Capullo at some point in the big metal series. It's like asking, why does my wife keep cheating on me? Because you no. keep letting her. Well, I, I just think you need to be more expansive at this point. If you want to, if you want to countermand, what these guys are saying. What was that that Jim Lee said at SDC? Well, he says he didn't say it now. He did not say that. Okay. So this, did is not say a, this is a new segment, so we get into a lot of DC stuff, so I'm glad you brought that up. What did what what they, what what they say he they said? said that, they said that Jim Lee said that the comic book, you know, comic books are on the verge of collapse. The comic book industry is on the verge of collapse, but supposedly DC has a plan on how to avert it. DC's plan so far has been metal, and they're going to give more of these one-shot books where guys like Frank Miller can, well, we'll talk no, about the DC News. They said that it would be, it, it would be more like, they started with Neil Gaiman. Yeah. They didn't go Frank Miller yeah. immediately. They went that. So it's like, and then he's always said he wanted to do a either Batman story or, super, you know. Who, Gaiman or Miller? Gaiman, okay. Gaiman. And then super, he's doing, what's the name? Then Miller's doing a Superman story. So. Yeah, God. <laughs> so well, we have another origin story coming. So I'm later. not even sure if I've heard that um, that whole interview, but the interview I heard from from SDC, he was actually, I, he did say something along those lines. Yeah, he did. Industry, but, but he's just taking, I'm, I'm saying, look, he's walking it back now because, mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, but what I did hear him say was that there had to be other, other, um, other targeted people yeah. for the for the venue. And one of the things, the young animals, mm -hmm. was something that they were going to be pushing. They thought it doesn't was sound very any successful. different. It sounds like what they say all the time. We'll, we'll, they'll try something new. We'll, we'll try uh, DC young readers, uh, you know, DC female readers, uh, you know, DC anyone, please buy, you know, readers. You know, they'll try that, mm -hmm. and then you know they try it, and then what happens? It doesn't necessarily go, you know, it doesn't go bonkers for them. And so what happens? More Batman, more Superman, you know, more Batman, more Superman, and then whoever's hot at the time. Well, well you see more young animals out there, yeah, right? I, I mean, add, I, I would contrary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right now? Add, well, I would add that, that they have um, Cape Carson, the Doom Patrol, Bug, and then they have the, the, you know, the DC superhero girls. If it runs for yeah. five years, cool. But well, most of those guys go, what, a couple, of, they go, a, what, 18 we, months? And then they're like, yeah. okay, what are we going to do now? DC, and you no, too. That's a, that's a factor <laughs> of the industry, which... <laughs> I think Jim Lee, like it's, I mean, we go back to the time when he was doing Image. I think Silvestri said him and Silvestri, him, Jim Lee and Silvestri were looking at the industry while John Byrne said, hey, it's only 200 and, what was it, 250,000 um, readers. How's it going up to a million? It's going to drop. And everyone's like, you know, shut up. And then Jim Lee and Silvestri are like, I think he's kind of right. We just got to write it out, though. You know, he said that in the, the, was it, the Road to Independence book. So if you look at it like that, he probably said that comment. But the industry always goes through this thing where we lost books like the Teen Titans, we lost the Legion because of sales. Everyone looks at it like, oh, because of this and you know and that. It's like, no, these books, the industry is just collapsing, and it's hard to keep those books. So you go back to a JLA and you go back to Batman. It's not a fault of them. They try. I mean, they're trying a little more. I mean, Marvel's slipping them in, but they're not saying. This is a girl's book. They just like put out Patsy Walker. And it's yeah. like, you, you know, if you look like it, you like it. If, it's, if you think it's a girl's book, then it is. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't fault. Look, uh, I don't fault them for, you know, how they go about it. But you know, they're going about it in the same manner that they tend to go about mm -hmm. it. The simplest thing to do to increase your numbers is to bring in new readers. But your new readers need to be what? They need to be ten. You know, they need to be ten years old, and you need to get these guys interested. 
at that age when they want to explore and they want to learn more about it. Uh, but, but, but isn't that the whole purpose of DC's Young Animals? I mean, isn't that the whole purpose of um, Teen Titans Go? Are you, do I mean, you have get... But do you have those guys? Do you have Because you have 10-year-olds watching the cartoon, but they're not reading the comic book. They're not. Well, well you, have to fail, you have to fail first before you... Been doing that's the, the hardest thing. It's already failing. You have to fail... Failing to for what, those. 15, 20 years now? But that's the thing. It's hard enough to try it. See, here's the, pro and here's the problem. And get it done. You want to bring kids in to read something like Superman? You bring somebody in, okay, who kids would actually read or kids are familiar with or get, just, you know, to get that ball rolling. And that's where your crossovers would actually work. Instead, you got Frank Miller doing Superman. Well, that's who, more the same stuff. Who do you think would be, who would be a name that you think would bring no, in? No, I would do a crossover. I would do something like Superman and Ben 10 or something of that nature because the oh, kid, okay. you can push that. Well, they have, don't they have, they've been doing the crossovers with the cartoon characters. Like Scooby-Doo? <laughs> no, there's a bunch of them. They, well, now we keep looking at it, they have been... There's a bunch of crossovers like Green Lantern and you need, Space Ghost. You need those guys. Yeah, but you, those guys don't have prominent cartoons out. Space Ghost doesn't. Scooby-Doo is a perennial favorite, well, but he doesn't have a regular show. It's, you're right. They, they've been in start, start mode for like 15. They've been in start they, mode they, for 15 the, years. The you got to go. The steps are there. The steps are there. And then if you want to yeah, get the teenagers in, mm -hmm. you know, bring it in and like relate it towards these video game characters that those guys just keep going apescat for. You know, not like, I mean, they do stuff like with the Power Rangers and this sort of thing, and they did that around the time of the film. But... You know, again, it's not something that's going to—it's not something that's really going to draw in the, those kids. Those kids, and those are the people that you really want reading. Okay, so okay. what's our what's our next? What's so let's talk next? about um, DC has announced on SDCC that there's going to be a Watchmen TV show. Yes. I, no. I'm flabbergasted. Yes. No. And then Zack Snyder is going to be behind it. No, he's not going to be behind. That's it. Well, of course, he's going to be behind oh, it. Oh God, no. I mean, How do you think it's getting made? He did a good Watchmen movie. Let's oh, not, not that. What happened? Okay. I thought we were all steam. Yes. I haven't seen yes as long as they don't redo the entire. What else are they gonna do? Just find some more story to do, just like Game of Thrones. Find the story to tell because they've already done all Game the good of bits. Game of Thrones is different because Game of Thrones, the writer Martin wasn't writing anymore. He's he's too busy at home stacking paper from the floor to the ceiling. Lee, no, no sorry, you're no. not. We understand. Take your time writing the book. Alan Moore had planned the Watchmen too, and then once it became, so he said, "Oh, this would be cool just to leave alone." And then he was like, hey, I sort of want it back. And then they got into all that nonsense. But you I, think, I think you can play. I mean, the way before so Watchmen played, they can, they can expand it. Because there's a lot of backstory there. So since it's clamoring it's, for someone. Instead of before Watchmen, okay? Instead of before Watchmen or Watchmen, which to be quite honest is a finite story. And the only reason why they want to do it is because these guys want to play around with those characters. Why can't we get, like, why can't we get something? Especially if you can do Netflix or you can do stars and you can have 22 episodes and you can have the freedom to do it. Why can't we get Crisis on Infinite Earths? Why can't we, can't we get, get that? We that is too huge. Why we can't we get, no, that is invasion. humongous. <laughs> you know, why can't we get, no, no plan it out. Yet. And then, mind you, you can do Crisis. You don't have to do it all in one season, right? You can build that up over the course of it. But instead, no, we're gonna mine Watchmen simply because Watchmen does all, it allows them to do what? The sex, the violence, the, the swearing, Batman's not in Watchmen. Well, the character, what's his name? Um, Rorschach? No, Rorschach. Um, Night Owl? Night Owl. is basically the, the Batman. He really? He was impotent. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'll, I'll, nev <laughs> I'll never let you forget it. No, that's... He's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was impotent. You he knew that, right? But they all have... They all no, have you didn't know that, issues. did you? They all have their issues. That's what the whole hook of the book was. I don't... I mean, I think as far as translating Crisis to... 
you know, TV, that seems... That's impossible. Hard. That's like... It's, that's way too is it, is it challenging? It's yes. extremely challenging. Is it impossible? No. And I the mean, thing is, until you... Here's the thing. Until they did it with Avengers, that was something that, to be quite honest, people were discussing. They were like, eh, I don't know. That's probably, you know, it's probably a little bit out of our league. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. You have the space and you have the freedom in these areas to go and do it. You have the time. All you need is the backing. And they're so focused on doing what's already been done. There's all of these stories that you guys have yet to touch on. Well, do I, that. I can agree because I was thinking. I can agree on that point. I'm not saying I'm all for them doing it and exploring it in different ways. But as far as DC, I always remember um, there was a secret origin of the Doom Patrol, and they had Robot Man basically in like a, a, you know, a button-up shirt and pants and interacting and doing different things. And then you have Negative Man and you have um, Elastigirl. It seems almost easy to do. Besides their villains, like some of the villains that are really out there, it seems easy that they could easily they can translate something like that and expand on it as a long-form TV show. And they have a lot of properties, even if you go Cave Carson, and you don't even have to say we're translating comic books. Just do it sort of like, this is our other characters. And just see if you have fun. So I, I can agree at that point. There's so many other characters they have, but they also always like, what soul? 86, Watchmen, Dark Knight. I'm going to do another Dark Knight, Dark yep. Knight series, Dark Knight that. So yeah, I agree with that, but I'm not going to... Oh, they're even going to do no, another word. They're redoing Superman versus Doomsday again. Yeah. They said, no, this time we're going to do it right. We're going to do it like it was in the comic. Why didn't you do that the first time? Because we were trying to make that money. That's why. Okay, this was our first big thing. We were like, let's do Superman Doomsday, and it's still their best-selling best feature. That is still their best-selling feature at the end of the day. But they didn't want to do it then because, hey... So now we're going to get two parts, the same way they did the Dark, same way they did the Dark Knight Returns. We're going to get Death of Superman. Then we're going to get the whole funeral for the friend and Reign of the Superman. What, they're they're going to do that. When are they going to do that? that? They're going to do that in two parts. Yeah, it's next. It's this is uh, 20, 2018. In the comic books. No, this is going to be animation. Oh, animation. Yes, animation. So one last point. What are you thinking about Watchmen? What do you say? I don't think it should. I don't think they should continue it. I think once was enough. I mean, I don't think that it's going to bring up enough uh, customers. HBO is doing it, so they want a darker universe. They want a uh, uh, a different look. But I I just think it's going to be a little too far out there. HBO's done some weird stuff. Westworld, you know, people like it. Some people like Westworld it. Westworld needs people to leave the Westworld <laughs> yeah, I, and go and just get a sandwich outside. Yeah. They seem to be in the studio all the time. I mean, they so. think that you have to do a dark story all the time. You have to do extreme sex and stuff. I think sometimes it's just give us a story. Yeah. A story that's second? enjoyable American with American Gods. You what know what I'm trying American Gods. Yeah. What geez. do you mean extreme sex? American Gods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that, 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 that extreme full-on. That extreme full-on. All right, all right. It, it could, it's not only American Gods. Even in the beginning of Game of Thrones and even Westworld. I mean, sometimes you just don't need it. We just need to just have a good story. A good, enjoyable story that catches people, you know? And they think they need to throw in all these little gimmicks to get us to watch it. And I don't think that this is going to work with Watchmen. I think that it's better to, like you guys said, there's so many stories out there. Why are we just limiting ourselves to these stories here? Yeah, like Krypton. You know? And dark stories at, 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 at the worst part. So, guys, <clears throat> moving on. Oh, we got a big we got, one for you right now, everybody. We, there's a big, a big thing that came into print. Do you, do you want to start it or want me to start it? I'll let you start, I'll start it. Up. So, DC was a Suicide Squad issue 22. They listed Batman as a metahuman. And then they got crushed by Scott Snyder, and he said, no, Batman is not a, a metahuman. 
but the fans love it. So yep. they had to come out another day and say, Batman is not a metahuman. So Scott Snyder's power and what the fans want to kind of... His, he's got to use his power. This metal's got to get own him. Fault. It's his own fault. He did it. He How did he do that? Do what are you talking about? There was a storyline. Okay, this is Batman Endgame. And in order for Batman to survive Endgame, he had to be resurrected. He got resurrected using... I, was, I don't know if it was uh, Nth Metal or something else, but it was pretty much one of these type of metals that right. he's going through. So they're saying that that's still in his system. And because that's in his system, he was resurrected. Now he's a metahuman. You wrote the damn story. If you didn't go off the deep end with all this nonsense about Batman, you know, uppercutting horses and all this other sort of thing, <laughs> these guys wouldn't be so ape scat for it. That Batman fan base, okay? I know I'll give you a hard time, you give me a hard time. But that Batman fan base out there on the internet, those guys over there, literally, okay, they think Batman can walk on water, eat bullets, and scat ice cream at the end of the day. They're, That's pretty good. They That's are... Pretty the good. sales show it. They are incorrigible, <laughs> okay? They are incorrigible, okay? They are intractable when it comes to it. All they want to see is Batman aggrandized to the point that he's sitting on the right hand of God, like, you know, waiting for the second coming. Well, and you gave it to them right. on a silver platter when you did this. And it was very simple in 22, Suicide Squad 22. All she had to do was put a question mark saying, look, look we're not sure. Because right. historically... Batman is supposed to operate like, hey, like he's a creature of the night. Yes. So that the criminals, criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot. That's who this is supposed to work on. But then they had him doing all this other stuff. You know, look, when you got a bat cave on the moon, which you damn well don't that need. That doesn't give him powers. That, 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 no, it doesn't give him powers. <laughs> but you're putting him in too many situations where he should not well be. When he's going to Apocalypse to go fight Darkseid. When you got him uppercutting horses, okay? <laughs> I wasn't doing no horses. I mean, oh my God. When the Justice, you know, okay, matter. when Gotham City becomes the center of the no DC universe. No real horses were, were harmed in, in, in the creating of that combo, okay? <laughs> you don't know that. Come you on, don't know well, that. Give me a break. I would, I would just only add is that many comic characters that don't have powers get resurrected. You know, like all Captain the time. America, Every dynasty. Yeah, resurrected into any Medi soap humans. opera. They've all been, but they've no, been all they resurrected. This is his second, well, this isn't his second resurrection. The first one, he was just traveling through time. But he laid Joker it there. And Joker and Batman were resurrected, so, sorry. Yeah. So look, no, look. but he laid it there, and then somebody decided, hey, this is good, let me keep running with it. And Batman's fan base is not so much, I mean, I would say maybe 30% or about, look, we really love this character. The other, these guys are bandwagoners who just jumped on because he's the most popular. And he's a great guy to have in a versus battle argument. He can do anything because he always has a plan and this, that, and now you add a metahuman to him? Forget about it. Right, so I think we kind of jumped on top of this a little too fast. I think that you can also read that when Amanda Waller makes a list of metahumans, mm -hmm. right? And um, Batman. You're saying Amanda Waller's <laughs> intel would be wrong? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying. Is Batman, it because she's black? <laughs> Batman the Great himself, you know, because mm -hmm. he's a, he is such a perfect specimen of a human. You know, that she may say, well, you know what? Now he's no a perfect specimen of a metahuman. No, re no regular human could do this. And so, you know what? Let's put him in the... Um, so is Nightwing, the, is Nightwing a metahuman too? Well, I, no, or I any of these no, other guys? They're not, but what I'm saying... Or any of these other guys who are also no, peak specimen? But that's what I'm trying to say. Probably she's looking... These guys are peak specimen, and therefore we put we put them in that pot. That doesn't necessarily mean they are meta-meta-humans. You know what I'm trying to say? They, they, did they do a test on them? No, they didn't do it. But they're saying because he's able to do all these different things, mm -hmm. that's what I think we should do. And that's what, Scott, that's what I'm with you with that. I can rock with that storyline. I, I can close my eyes to everything else. <laughs> I can go like this to the smell. That's what I can go. But as a metahuman, no 
frigging way. He's not. A, he's not a frigging mutant. You can't go both sides. What do you mean you both just sides? Gave, you just got a no prize from Stanley for explaining what happened, and then you threw it away and said he's not a metahuman. Don't explain why it worked, because that's what you said. You said they probably made a mistake. They didn't test him right. yet, and then you said no, it's bad. It's terrible. Get it out of here. Figure aside, Mario. I need you to figure aside. All right. The side is they made a mistake. Is that good? No. <laughs> the best analogy I'm going to have for the the Batman fans right now is like you got, you have Congress, you have the you have the judges, and you've got the White House, and you can't get a damn thing done. That's exactly what you got right over here now. Because with Batman being a metahuman, it's a non-starter. It's a non-starter. It's only good for argumentation. It's terrible for story. Because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be a guy who is trained, who has challenged himself and pushed himself to. The, the pinnacle of human perfection, and all of that could be stopped with a single bullet. So he has to be thinking. He has to be moving. But the Batman I grew up with... And planning. The Batman I grew up with would have never been dressed in armor because he would have never been caught flat-footed. He was always moving or sneaking up on somebody from behind, dropping out of nowhere, using the shadows. The Batman I grew up with was someone who could look with his human eyes and see what was going on because he had trained himself so well. Today's Batman walks around in armor, has all of this funky digital stuff going on in his cowl, it's so separate from what I grew up with. So they have they have emphasized more of the tech and the money and the supra, if not super elements that could that could be added to his character, rather than the self-made man who used everything at his disposal to make himself what he is. You get away from that, okay, and you got away from it. You got away from it when you put the bloody metal into him, you left it for somebody else to pick up. And at the end of the day, Scott Snyder, you'll learn what a whole bunch of other guys have learned. He's not your character. So if you leave something out there for somebody else to get up and start running away with, you can't say, oh, no, 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 he's not a metahuman, because obviously somebody disagrees with you. And you did it. You set it up. But he's a top Petey. writer. Well, sorry. Oh, Petey, what are you going to say about that? I'm saying that I just love the fact that he's a top guy, and then the fans are like, no, we like this metahuman thing. And he's like, no, listen to me. You know, you follow me down the path of invos. I don't remember what like, that Shut up, Dad. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But it's like the thing that they want is more than what he's saying. And they're like, this metal. Look at him. He's, he's in metal. He's, he's got to have powers. Yeah. You know, but I, I mean. Hawkman has metal. He's got powers. Well, the way you described it, it was sounding like Batman using the shadows. It sounded like he was a metahuman. <laughs> it sounded a little yeah, better. He, he, <laughs> he can create his own shadows now. <laughs> So, did you have a question for me? Uh, I'm just stunned. I, I, I just just don't understand. So, anything else you guys want to bring up about DC? Um, I think we covered everything that, so far on DC. And the Krypton on sci-fi will suck. <laughs> but we will review it. So, don't worry about that. I won't be here. <laughs> we'll do a review. Just for you guys. Yes, they will do a review. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining Spinner Rack once again. Hey, support your comic books. Go out, read them as much as you can. Spinner Rack out. That was good. That was very, very good. We knocked off a whole bunch of targets. That was a good idea. He told you it could be done. You publicly humiliated me on national YouTube television. About what? Didn't give me the fist, man. Oh. When? Stop. Westworld. You know. 
People like it. Some people like West it. Westworld needs people to leave the Westworld. <laughs> yeah, go and put the fist put down. The fist I was down. trying to give you that, but you just put. Oh, it's off camera now, man. Well, it, it, can be out of, it can be out of. It can be out of. Put it in digital. <laughs> I'm looking the other way. What are you, you gonna say? do? You gonna spray me some digital urine while you're at it too? <laughs> what? I'll make, that'll be the promo. That'll be the promo. <laughs> okay, so now Marvel news.